Hi, um, <clears throat> this is my first real episode. Um, I just wanted to say thank you for all the support and love that I've gotten in the past day. <laughs> Sorry, I have no idea what my posting schedule is going to be like, so if there's like one a week and then randomly just like two a week, I don't, I don't have a schedule, so... I'm also using my Apple, um, what's it called, <laughs> microphone off my headphones, so please don't judge the quality of my audio, I know it's probably really, really crappy, but it's okay. Um, today I wanted to talk about anxiety, and specifically social anxiety, and like, that's a huge thing for me. I don't know if it's just me, oh, I know it's not just me, actually, <laughs> Know that if you have social anxiety, you are not alone, because I certainly do, and it's certainly a big thing, and it is, I just, I just wanted to talk about it, because I had an experience today and yesterday, and I just wanted to talk about it. So, um, this summer, I'm going to a program in Washington, D.C., at American University, where I'm going to be alone for nine days, (laughs) and... I don't do well in social settings unless I'm familiar with people that are there or I'm with my mom. I have a severe attachment to my mom whenever I go into places and I don't last by myself very long. So in conclusion, this you would say is not the thing for me. It's it's really not. I mean, but it is to study psychology and neuroscience. So I wanted to go really badly. But, of course, there's that aspect of it, well, I'm going to have to be alone and do things by myself and make decisions, order my own food, (laughs) dress myself, wake myself up every day at the right time. And it's just, there's some kind of control that my mom has that makes me feel control. You know what I mean? Like, whenever I wake up, she's the one that wakes me up in the morning. Because I don't wake up to alarms, which makes me very anxious for when I'm there. Like, (laughs) what am I supposed to do? Hopefully, I wake up to my alarms then. (laughs) But there's also, I, I cannot order food by myself. I simply cannot do it. I will stumble on my words. I will stutter so badly that you don't understand what I'm saying. And you might ask, well, why? It's it's really not that difficult to order food. And you're right, it's not that difficult. But for me, it's social interaction that with unfamiliar people that is very difficult for me. And it's not just that, just there. Like, when I'm at the store and I have to shop and I see other people walking around, it's just really awkward for me. And I'm just like, okay, they're looking at me. They are judging me. Even when they're really not. I don't know. Brains can be really funny in that way. They can really just mess with you, you know? But, like, I know in this situation that I experienced today and yesterday, no one cared that I was there. But in the moment, I felt like everybody was looking at me and everybody cared. And it was just really awkward. But it really, looking back, it really wasn't. And I'm glad that now I can look back and not have panic attacks about it. Whereas, um... Like, a year ago, I would not be okay. (laughs) So, you might be asking, well, why are you talking all about this? Well, I had an interaction today and yesterday at the library. I have been wanting to figure out how I'm going to study on my own. Well, I, 
I can study by myself. The, the thing is, is just not in my home. Like, I'm going to be studying not in my home. So I decided to take baby steps and go to the library. <laughs> so when I walked into the library, I, I hadn't been in there since I was probably in like mm, eighth grade. <laughs> and it wasn't even to get a book. It was to go to a little event for my little sisters. So, that being said, I had never gone upstairs, and that's where I wanted to study. I was determined I would make myself walk up those stairs by myself and find somewhere to sit and just be in my own world. So, I was determined. I walk in there, and I walk to the spot that I decided that's where I'm going to sit. I walk upstairs. I walk around because I have never been here before. I observe the place. I scan it, map it out, and make sure I know. There's people everywhere. There's people, and on the website it said that it was fairly busy, but I decided I was still determined to do it because I had been wanting to do this. I want to be independent. I want to figure out how to sit by myself and not freak out and walk through this place without freaking out because my mom isn't by my side to tell me that I'm going to be okay. So it's that really intrusive mind, the, that anxiety really just can trip you up real badly, like really badly. So I went and I walked through the bottom stairs and I walked all the way up the stairs I walked around the top because I had no idea where I was gonna sit but then I I saw I saw a spot and I was so determined I was gonna walk myself over there and as I'm walking through I see a friend of mine and she was sitting not where I wanted to sit she was sitting somewhere I did not I I decided I did not want to sit but I said oh my gosh hi it's what a coincidence and she said do you come here often I said no I I really don't we just talked for a couple minutes. Then, of course, she had to go. So I was like, shoot, well, that was nice having someone I know in a spot that I don't know very well. <laughs> but then I was like, well, I've got to figure out how to get myself over there. And through my mind, I was thinking, wow, that guy, he's looking at me. He's making fun of me because what else would he be laughing at? He's literally laughing at me. My leg bouncing so hard. <sighs> I said, well, that's the spot I want. So before someone else gets it, I'm going to walk myself over there. So, I stood up out of the chair that I did not like very much. No offense to my friend, because that's where she likes to study. I walked myself up. I walked over to the spot, and I sat down. And I turned my back to everybody else that was in there. And my view was the outside of the building. And that gave me so much confidence. And I sat there for two hours, did all of my homework, got it all complete while listening to my music. And another thing I was really anxious about was if other people could hear my music through my earbuds. So I would constantly like video myself on Snapchat and like go around my head making a circle and then listen back to see if you could hear it. And no, you couldn't. I was just very paranoid. But uh, paranoia and anxiety, I feel like, um, I don't know if they're really exactly the same thing. Paranoia versus anxiety that's that's for another time that's for another time maybe later let me just talk about what I wanted to talk about originally sorry <laughs> but um as I was saying no my social anxiety in that moment was so bad so I decided to do it again today and I was gonna do it better and it was at a different time it was later in the night <sighs> boy when I walked into that building and I walked up those stairs with the uttermost confidence and I walked up there and someone was sitting in my seat so I had just awkwardly walked around the whole place to where I was going to sit because I knew that's exactly where I wanted to sit because I loved that spot. 
Lo and behold, there are students sitting there, students everywhere. There's a big group of boys that are probably my age or older sitting around in a circle and they just randomly start laughing. And I was like, oh my god, they're literally laughing at me right now. I was so anxious. So anxious. Oh, sorry if I keep, like, make deep breaths and, like, like that. <laughs> or, like, coughing or yawning. It's because I'm, like, extremely tired right now and very mentally drained from all my studying I've been doing. But, like I said today, I was at the library. And someone was in my seat and I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Like... I have to go home, but then I thought, oh my gosh, well, my mom's already left, and I've already annoyed my mom because I left my docs in the lo- in the gym, and I had to go back in. So, what was I going to do? Like, what, what, what would I do in that scenario? A normal person would say, well, just find somewhere else to sit. Like, it doesn't even matter. No. It matters. It matters deeply to me because I had just walked up those same stairs. I can't just walk back down, and I can't just walk back around everywhere I've just been because that's so embarrassing for me. But I decided I was just going to go walk back around to a new place that I hadn't been before. And at that place, I found the perfect place to sit. And at that spot, I I had found this little secret little area where there was, it was very enclosed. It was, I, I can't like show you what it looks like, but just imagine there's like walls at this desk where you can't see the walls next to you. It's, it was great. It was very great. I was very focused. I got all my homework done and I studied very deeply and another thing is I was preparing for a seminar and I don't know about you but I have the most anxiety about seminars like (sighs) talking to people that you know about a book that you don't know and putting out your ideas and possibly being wrong is just so scary and whoever created that I love and hate you because I learned so much from those seminars but I also it's just so like I'm so anxious about everything that I'm going to say. Like, if it's wrong, someone's going to ask me questions. And if I don't have the right answer in the moment, then I'm just going to sound stupid. And you're probably thinking, well, Mac, it doesn't even matter. Like, no one cares what you say in seminar. And not in a harsh way, just in, like, no one's going to remember exactly what you said in seminar or when you tripped up on your words or when you messed up. But boy, will I remember. I don't even care if other people remember. It's just, I will remember how embarrassed I was. And that's something that sticks with me for a long time. And I just have to learn to, like, let that go. Any social event that I embarrass myself at, I, I've i just learned that you just got to let it go. <laughs> to be honest, that's it sounds so harsh, but you just have to forget about it. Because no one there is going to care. And if they do, it's just going to be for a couple of days. And after that, the storm will pass and it will be fine. So if you do end up making a super duper loud noise in the library when everyone is silent and there are tons of people doing their work and lots of adults and you are in the moment about to have a panic attack and you text your mom, mom, I just, I just made a loud noise. Um, well, Mac, it's going to be okay. Or whoever's listening, it's going to be okay. If you make a loud noise in the library, I promise it's not the end of the world and it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine because no one's going to remember it. And that's a really big thing about social anxiety is like all those awkward social interactions or those times that you force yourself to actually do something in public by yourself without the companionship of your mother because you simply just can't do things without her because you feel so much like warmth with her and whoever that might be for you. If it's your grandma, your grandpa, your cousin, your aunt, your dad, your friend, your best friend. 
your acquaintance, just any random person that you have any kind of relevance with, your coach, your teammate, it really doesn't matter. But whoever that person is for you, and mine is my mom, um, which I'm very lucky for. I'm so grateful to be close with my mom because I know so many people don't have that blessing. And it, it it's truly a blessing to be so close with my mom. But from that, I have grown very attached to her help that she provides whenever we're in public. And it's just, I've got to get over that because I'm going to be by myself for nine days in a place I've never been before with people I've never met before with professors I've never met before that will probably remember me. (sighs) It's very scary. It's very scary. And it doesn't matter if you're going to the store or you're going to class and you just awkwardly talk to somebody. I want you to just try because honestly making those mistakes will teach you so much like if anything that sounds so cliche dang it it's so cliche to say but honestly you will learn so much from the mistakes you make and hopefully with this I will be able to prevent you from making some of those very stupid mistakes I have made in the past most of them I'm not going to share with you but for the ones I do share they are very embarrassing but not all of my embarrassing situations are just random a lot of them are social And if you think about it, all those people that you have these super awkward social interactions with, they don't even remember it. It's just you. It's just you. So you just have to learn to get out of your head because in the past, I would just break down. I would have a panic attack. I'd call my mom and be like, please just pick me up. I can't do this anymore. But you just got to persevere. You know, you just have to push through. And that sounds so cliche. But for me, that's what I tell myself. And it, it usually works. And if it doesn't, I just go home. Like, this is another story. Oh, here's another story. Good story for you. I have been wanting so badly to get my nails done, okay? So I go into this first salon, and it's supposed to be super good. Like, everybody goes there because they have the best nail shapes. So I go there, and I'm like, hey, can I get my nails done? He was like, what do you want? And I was like, oh, this. And he's like, we actually um, are closed. And I was like, oh, okay. Meanwhile, there are so many people in the chairs, and it doesn't close for another four or five hours. But I was like, okay, okay. So I leave and I am in the car about to cry. I'm like, mom, I can't get my nails done. And I, I, it was a stupid idea anyways. And she's like, we'll just go somewhere else. I was like, okay, well, there's another place that I've heard is really nice and really good. So we go there and said nail salon. I walk in and the girl at the counter get, hands me a sheet that I've never seen any of this stuff before. Asking if I want dip with whatever kinds of dip or acrylic with whatever kinds of acrylics or tips or anything and I was just like oh my god I don't know what any of this means and I sit there and I'm just like okay well Mac you you should have done your research so in my head I was like this girl's going to think I'm crazy so I'm standing there and a girl walks in and she's like yes I have an appointment and she looks at me and she makes this most disgusted look and I was like okay yeah I'm I'm leaving And so the girl, I was just lost, and the girl was explaining to me. She was like, okay, well, you should, like, this is what you want, right? Like, this is what, you should know what you want. She was being so mean to me. So, honestly, I walked back to where she told me to go to look for colors, and I walked myself right back out. I was like, no, I can't do this. I'm never getting my nails done. I can't do anything by myself. I was trying to practice being independent, but I couldn't do that myself. (sighs) I begged my mom, please just go inside with me. No, no. She said no. She wanted me to practice being by myself, so I just, I try, and I try, and I try, and I try, and I just do, there's so many situations where I've tried to be by myself and independent, and it's just not worked for me, and you know, that's okay, 
it's okay to not be able to do things on your own and to need that help but there's a point where you're going to need to do things on your own and that's what I'm learning very hard is that I need to learn to do things on my own and be okay with that like (laughs) I need to learn to be okay with going in places by myself and doing things on my own and it's just it's been okay and it's okay if you're still at that point where you can't do things on your own because of your social anxiety or in any kind of anxiety but there comes a point where my friend you're gonna have to get over it you're just, you're gonna have to get over it, and I don't mean that in such a harsh way, but for me, this is the point, like, this is the point in my life where I've got to get my social anxiety to a dull, so I can go in places and accomplish my goals, and be great, (laughs) and that's just as simple as it is, I've just got to figure out the best way for me to do this, so what I'm thinking is my next time I'm gonna try and be independent is tomorrow again at the library, and you may ask, why are you going to the library so much? Because it's quiet. Because there's no children in the area I go to. So I can actually, like, really concentrate on my work. <sighs> and it's being alone. In some place that I've never really gone to as much as I'm trying to go. And it's just, it's an experience. And I was going to go to this place that is in my area. It's a, like what are they called like a social center where they like work out and swim and do all those things and I was just gonna do my homework and I was like no I can't do that because that's where a lot of kids in my school hang out and no I cannot do it so I just didn't I went to the library where I didn't think anyone would be and I didn't see anyone I know today so it's just sometimes practicing in places that are unfamiliar is really helpful like for me it was very helpful actually which is really shocking I did not expect it to actually be so beneficial for me but it really was it really was helpful and I did have very anxious moments walking through there by myself I it was it was a lot and it sounds like it wouldn't be a lot but it was it was very much a lot for me mentally but I did it and I'm so proud of myself and if you've done anything like walked into a chick-fil-a and ordered your food by yourself I'm actually really proud of you because I could never I simply could not and another thing I've been trying to do is get a job and I was trying to get a job at Dairy Queen because my best friend works there. So I was like, okay, well, it's perfect. I can work there. So I walk in by myself. I get the form. And I say, hi. Oh, my gosh. It's so nice to see you. She's working. She's doing her thing. She's being a boss, a girl boss. And then I walk out, and I'm like, I can't do that. I could never do what she's doing right now. I, I applied anyways. And I have yet to hear back. Actually, I might have. I just don't check my email very often. But I just... I can't do it. I simply can't because I can't deal with people that I don't know. And especially if I'm the one that's supposed to be in control, I feel like I'd allow them to control me. And so getting a job is just something that really affects my social anxiety a lot because I don't do well in social settings. And you're supposed to be able to do so well in social settings if you're going to get a job, which I agree with because I need to be able to talk to people I don't know, be in command, and do my job right. So that's definitely something I'm going to have to work on. But I know a lot of other people do have social anxiety in situations where you don't know people, unfamiliar settings, or even just at school. Like, I get very anxious. This is just a different anxiety. It's basic anxiety. I get very anxious for quizzes and tests. I get anxious when I'm studying for them. I get anxious for competition. I get anxious for cheer practice. I get anxious when I'm reading something really, like, thrilling or scary or sad or just anything like I can get anxious about anything at all (sighs) and I I just I don't think that's a skill I just think it's like a thing 
or whatever, but, yeah. Um, also, I think that anxiety is just, like, my anxiety came from the pandemic. If I'm being honest, being inside so long, I forgot all my social skills, and whenever they said, oh, well, you can leave now, you should go to school now, you you can leave, but wear a mask, cover your face, and I'm all for wearing masks, absolutely, I would wear a mask, but whoa that made me comfortable being able to wear my mask and go into places and not have anyone recognize me in the middle of a pandemic like after I was allowed to leave made me so comfortable with that and people not understanding me then when I get vaccinated and I'm allowed to go in places without my mask I'm like oh shoot well I don't know how to interact with anybody and they can know who I am so that's just where my anxiety really started and it's a blessing and a curse because you're careful. You're very careful with what you do and say with social anxiety. Well, at least for me. Um, but it's also a curse because I restrict myself from doing a lot of things that I really want to do. Like going in places that I've really wanted to do, like getting my nails done. I've been dying to get my nails done, but I just couldn't do it. My anxiety told me, no, you can't do this. You're no, just please don't do this. You're going to be so embarrassed. And if they mess up, you don't have the guts to say, well, please change it. Because that's just what anxiety does to you. It just, it really messes up your brain. And honestly, I'm glad that I have it so that I am able to be more aware, more, more conscious of my actions. And needless to say, I still make lots of mistakes knowing that I'm going to make the mistake. But I mean, it's more controlled whenever you are anxious about it because you expect the worst outcome. And that's something really valuable that someone taught me yesterday in theater class, actually. Two of my friends, he was like, well, if you just expect the worst from your test next period, then you'll do better in your mind. And and my other friend, the one from Dairy Queen, she says, she's like, yeah, that's what I always do. And I was like, oh, well, I, I never do that. I don't think that's a good idea. That doesn't work for me. And then I thought, and I really thought about it like, before I was in that room, when I was in that room sitting at my desk, I was like, I expect myself to get a B, but I'm gonna shoot for an A, and so that's what I did, and I honestly, I think it made me less anxious just expecting the worst, but I think in a lot of scenarios, I do expect the worst to happen with anxiety, and it always ends up better than I think, and that's just something I think is pretty normal, like, you expect the worst of something, or expect the worst of someone, and then they don't disappoint you, and you're like, oh, wow, that's really great. And it gives you hope. But then, like, when the next time when you trust them and things just, like, don't go and you were already expecting them to disappoint you. It's just, it, it's easier. But that can be a topic for another time. But in conclusion, I, my social anxiety has prevented me from doing so many things. And I really hate it for that. But I'm glad that it allows me to have a better filter. But I hate it more than anything probably because I can't do things that my friends can do I can't last by myself like most of my peers can do and I it it makes me feel weird and stupid sometimes like honestly but I mean it's okay it is what it is sorry my throat was getting dry (laughs) but yeah I think that's pretty much it I just wanted to talk about those scenarios and trying to get better at social anxiety trying to get better at not feeling so anxious in social settings but, I mean, that's definitely something that it takes a lot, of, and I mean a lot, well, I just choked my words, a lot of practice, like a lot of practice. So that's what I'm trying to do, and I'll let you know in a couple of months how that goes, hopefully before 
I actually ended up going off by myself and not bailing on it because it was very expensive. But, yeah, I think I'm really grateful for all the things I get to do. I'm just ungrateful for my anxiety that prevents me from doing it. So, I think that's all I really want to talk about. So, like, a little reflection is just don't allow your anxiety to prevent you from doing things that you really want to do, that you've been dying to do. And even if it does prevent you from doing it, know that you have other times. People change their shifts, go at a different time, on a different day. People will be new. The setting will be different. Same place that you've been dying to go. And just try. try. And if you really truly can't do it yourself, that's okay because you can work on it. Everybody needs room for improvement. And that's cliche, but it's the truth. So, yeah. I expect myself to do better next time and not freak out. But tomorrow I might go to the library and we'll just have to see what happens, you know? Okay. And I think that's all I have to say for (laughs) this. So, yeah. Thank you so much for listening. That honestly makes me so happy that people actually care and, like, listen to what I have to say. But, like, thank you so much. I actually really appreciate it more than you understand. But, yeah, I love you so much and have the greatest day tomorrow. Don't let your anxiety affect you and the choices you make. And if you're in my school, do well in seminar just because you want to and not because you have to. Okay. Bye. I love you so much. Bye.